Welcome into another episode of Mid-Michigan Matters. This podcast is designed to go behind the scenes at what our local nonprofit organizations are doing in our community. And now, here's your host, Chris Spockman. Chris Spockman here with you. It is more Mid-Michigan Matters where we talk about what matters in the Mid-Michigan area. And we're taking a little bit of a break, a little bit of a reprieve from our Mid-Michigan Schools podcast series, talking about how great our local schools are. And coming up next week, I will be talking with... Steve Scoville up in Farwell about the great Farwell Public Schools. And if you missed any of them, you can check it out with Mount Pleasant, Shepherd, and Beale City right now at MyMichiganPodcast.com. But now I am here with Carol Moody from Mount Pleasant Parks and Rec and Andrea Graham from the Chippewa River District Library. And Andrea, what's your exact title at the Chippewa River District Library? Family Programming. All right. And Carol Moody, as or as I like to call her, the world-famous Mount Pleasant Parks and Rec, Carol Moody. And what's your exact title there at Parks and Rec? People haven't heard you on, the, you know, on one of these with me before. I'm a Recreation Coordinator. All right. And we have got a big event that we are proud to partner with you guys coming up under the big top is back. And this is something. How many, how many years has this been going on, guys? If you had to, to guess and think about it, because, and what gets confusing about it for us is if you go back several years, we kind of did our own thing with the Winter Kids Expo that you guys were both heavily involved in, but then we were also heavily involved with Under the Big Top, and Bob, as a genius at times, said, boy, why are we doing all this work when it's kind of the same event? We might as well all bring it together and make it a little bit bigger, a little bit better, and that's when, I guess, Under the Big Top, my 104.3 and Buck 92 kind of jumped in. But how long does this go back, Carol? I'm making you, you know, putting you under the I bus I want to say possibly. 2013 or 2014, possibly. I'm thinking at least that. So when we first started out, we were out at the roller skating rink. All right. We were out there for a couple of years, and then it transitioned to where we were at um, CMU and Finchfield House. And then the last go of we had prior to COVID, we were at Maury Court. All right. And so if it wasn't for COVID, this might be the 10th annual. But we're getting. I had to get my fingers out. Yeah, we're we're, sure. but we're getting there though. The thing is, this has been going on for a while. We had to, you know, take it away for a couple of years, but it's back. And what under the big top at Maury Courts, February tenth, five p.m. is pretty much all about is by the time you get to February tenth, kids have been inside for for a while. You know, maybe they've been able to go out do some sledding, this, that, and the other, but they can't be outside all the time like the summer. And so, got to have an opportunity for them to get some energy out. And that's kind of what it's all about, isn't it? It's a great time. You know, it's free, family fun. There's games and activities, performances, you know, and it's a fun night to you see your friends, but you're not like as a kid confined to, oh, stand in line. It's like, oh, this is great. I'm going to go try that out, you know, and it's fun. And we usually do have a space that's just um, a regular play area. So if you have some little ones that are just not interested in in maybe standing in a line or um, doing some of the activities, we just have an area where they can just run wild and free. And that kind of helps, too, with the families that have a wide variety of ages. Yeah, we're at Maury Courts. You know, there's going to be lots of activities for the kids, but you guys are bringing out some special circus-themed events as well, too. And I'm going to kind of open up the floor to you here. There's a couple special guests I know that are going to be there. There's going to be a couple special activities, kind of maybe run through a couple of those. So just kind of open the floor up to you guys here. Well, first, we're really excited to bring in um, Clark Lewis. Uh, we've never had this performer before, but he um, does uh, juggling and circus stunts and magic and kind of a sideshow theme. Um, 
We were uh, fortunate to receive some funding through our Friends of the Library group. Um, so it's uh, the Friends of Veterans Memorial Library. Uh, they have sponsored um, this performer to come, and um, we're excited to see what he has to offer. And so I imagine you've seen a couple YouTube videos of him. Yes. And you, you were impressed. And so if Andrea Graham was impressed, the kids <laughs> the kids are going to be Pressure's real. Pressure's on. The ki- well, if it impresses you, I think I think you know the kids are going to be you know they're they're going to be pretty darn spanking about it, aren't they? Well, I I'm not exactly sure what he will perform. However, I did see where he like stacked all of these folding chairs up into this giant mass above his head and was like holding it on like one folding chair on his face and shoulders, and then had like 20 folding chairs above him, and it just looked really impressive. It does. The other cool thing is he's going to do multiple performances during the night. He'll do three separate shows. So if you're not able to make it right there at that first, right after 5 o'clock show, don't worry. You'll get to see another show throughout the night. Yeah, and the one thing that I've been saying, this is Friday, February 10th, and so, quote, unquote, technically Valentine's weekend. Correct. You you get the kids out of school. You get out of work. You bring them to Maury Courts, and they're going to be able to zip around, expend all that energy so you can go home Friday night and relax, and then our goal is to have these kids so tired and so tuckered out that Saturday they're just kind of uh, laying around. <laughs> well, one of the great things that we have going on Friday night is when you bring your family out, um, we will have Domino's Pizza. Domino's Pizza will be serving, um, or they have donated pizza for the event. So uh, the first like 350 people who come through and grab a slice will have a slice of pizza. So it's kind of like you, you fed your kids and you gave them something fun to do. And let me give you, give you a second to give them some love because I feel like every big CRDL event I've been at, there's been Domino's Pizza there. We have been very fortunate to have them um, sponsor us in so many ways. They are um, passionate about um, supporting literacy and um, children in our community and um I just can't thank them enough. They have been a big sponsor for our summer reading club. Um, and then they've also donated um, pizza for some of our other events. And uh, especially like some of our kids book clubs. Uh, we're really excited about how our kids um, who have participated all through COVID and had um, Zoom meetings for their book clubs were given not just a book, but the, also the pizza coupon so they could have pizza and Pages, that's one of our book club names. And uh, so Domino's has just been very supportive of the library. Yeah, and it's one of those two, some, you know, families come to the library, come for so many other things, but then when you go there to one of those events, it's like, oh, I could hook my kids up with a, with a little bit of dinner, a little bit of food. It's a little added bonus to those parents, and maybe some of those parents who, you know, the money's a little bit tight for that situation. I think that's, yes. you know, you're taking the kids there for a great opportunity, and then maybe in some cases helping out mom and dad when they need a little extra help as well. And Carol, do you have a favorite game or anything or activity that's going to be at under the big top or maybe a game that you're running is the, you know, the one thing that I'm kind of thinking about right now is the parachute, you know, thing going to be back. Oh, of course we'll have parachutes. All right. Okay, the parachute. You can't go anywhere well, without parachutes. And I feel like every every adult hears that and they remember doing it as a kid. You remember <laughs> yeah. gym class doing right. the parachute? you I, go under it I don't, and your hair gets yeah. stuck do to they, it so it's all do staticky. They, yeah, do they still do that in gym class? Actually, I don't know. they did they do it because my son just had it the other day in his PE class. They actually got the parachute out, and it was 
and he um, had a blast. He had a great time. The best and, and so that that's so what yes, that's a, that's that's just a given. Call that one. Yeah, call right. that one good. That's a great one. Um, so I have two favorites. Not right now. Um, one is kind of because it's quirky. Um, the first one we do because what circus or carnival midway would not have a kissing booth. And I'm talking, we're not going to really be kissing, puckering up because, ooh, cooties and gross, you know? But this is, guess how many kisses, candy kisses are in the game. So I just like that one because it's kind of the whole play on words and it's kind of corny like that. So you'll get a chance to guess how many are in there and maybe you walk home with this sugar rush, you know? And now let me, you know, I'm going to ask for a number here. Is there going to be... Le- you know, uh, more than 50 Hershey Kisses, less than 100. Do you have any idea yet of how big this, oh. you know, jar might be? There will be more than both of those. Oh, wow. all right. my staff and I will be the ones doing the counting, so I can't necessarily, we're not going to go too high. And you know, you we'd know, run out of fingers. <laughs> I'm going to point something else. Adults, you know, you, you oh, want to sure. take care of a cool Valentine's present. <laughs> if, if you're if you're at you know what I mean under the big top and you win that for your you know your hubby or your lubby or something like that they're going to be pretty darn excited about it. Sure, I would be. I yeah. love chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get back into talking a lot more about under the big top you know here in just a few minutes. But I wanted to talk about something we were briefly talking about before we went on the air. Bob and I were talking about it. Mount Pleasant Parks and Rec and the Chippewa River District Library. If we were in a town. You know, X smaller, we wouldn't have a parks and rec department. Heck, we might not even have a library department, I will say. But we are in the perfect size town, the perfect place where we have the Chippewa River District Library and all their great branches. And we have Mount Pleasant Parks and Rec. And you guys partner up for a lot of things. And again, if you guys were in a much bigger city, like I said, Carol, you might not be able to talk to Andrea so much. You said that that would make you very sad. That would be terrible. (laughs) But do you guys have a clue, and this is going to be a tough question, how many actual partnerships you guys have throughout the year with different things going on? And I would venture to say it's at least one a week, one a month or something like that. Uh, Well, special event-wise, I would go close to an average of one a month, I would say. Um, Especially, well, last year quite a bit because we did cook the kit. Um, But we also have had some really large events like um, Parks and Rec have helped with uh, the teen lock-in in in the past. Uh, That's a big one. Fun all-night party. Yes. (laughs) Summer reading kickoff parties um, and other special events. And this last summer, we were able to collaborate and do a great program that we called Cook the Kit. Yeah, yeah, so that, that was at the farmer's market. That was at so, the farmer's market. Like I said, that's one of those things. We've got the cool farmer's market here in Mount Pleasant as well. You go to Blake City, the, the, the library's not going to be at the farmer's market. Let's be real. They, they're, they're not going to be, but the Chippewa Riverdust Library is at the farmer's market because of your partnership, and you guys are doing something great for kids and families, and I feel like that's what both of you guys are about, and that's what makes the partnership so good. So our Cook the Kit kind of evolved from a library program. Um, During COVID, we were trying to figure out how to reach our patrons in a way that they would be able to um, interact with us. And we found that um, sending them home with kits was the best way to do that because in-person programming wasn't um, something we were offering. And um, we had what was called family bake night kits. And so um, my first one that I put out was um, make your own tortilla chips at home. And they went home with, you know, like corn tortillas and uh, a pizza cutter. Okay. 
And, and baked, not fried, though, too. So baked, a, little bit, a little bit healthier. Baked. Yeah. So kid, Well, no, they didn't get a pizza cutter. They actually got the kitchen scissors, excuse me. And so the kids got to cut up the tortillas and spray them with oil and and grind salt on them. And so we had these kits. Well, then I realized as I was going through that winter and seeing that all these kits were all pre-processed foods or most of them were becoming sweets. I thought, oh, I wish I could offer a fresh produce item, but I can't because we don't have the way to preserve those things and um, hold on to them. So I met with Carol Carol. and I was like, Carol, what can we do to kind of bring in some kind of a fresh produce item. And then we just went, Oh, we've got this whole new idea. And then that's how cook the kit was born. And I, I think it's one of our most successful it's um, partnerships. Very, it was very popular. And in one of the times that I was up there, you guys were making some quesadillas with a cheese. Do I have that right? Was it so the that was um, one of our cooking demos. So not oh, all right. That wasn't an actual cook the kit. All right. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. All right. We eat good at the farmer's you, you market. You guys sure do. Yeah, <laughs> Every <so>. week. <laughs> what, what was, uh, just give me one example of one of the cook, the cook the kits from this past summer that you guys are thinking of, or maybe something you guys are thinking of doing coming up this summer, because I'm, I'm hoping it's something you're going to try and continue. We are hoping to continue, and in fact, we met with McLaren Health Plan, was that yesterday? Yes. They were one of our sponsors, and so uh, I think one of the best parts, too, I'm sidetracking here a little bit, but there's so much more that the library and Parks and Rec can do because of our partnership. And when we're able to bring in some great sponsors as well, like McLaren Health Plan, they really help us be able to offer that program across the board. Um, So last year, we had a great, um, it was a flatbread, and it had uh, asparagus that was on Mm -hmm. it, that was fabulous, had some cheese, goat cheese on it. Um, I want to say, like, one of the popular recipes, though, happened to be an eggplant recipe that we had done. All right. And a lot of people hadn't had eggplant. You know, sometimes we eat in our regular, what I'd call like green beans, corn on the cob, you know. So it maybe took them outside of their comfort zone, but they got to try something, weren't really at a loss. And we had multiple people, people come back the next week that said, you know, that eggplant was great. And then they actually purchased eggplant because they wanted to do something with it again. So I like that it, you know, it helps it kind of expand our palates and stuff. Yeah. You guys are really promoting healthy eating and skills as well by being able to cook the food as well and teach them. Like I said, and that's, it, it sounds funny to say library and parks and rec, but it's perfect for kids and families. And that's what both of you guys are really trying to interact with and help in our community. So I think it is just perfect. And so last, last question kind of about the collab, you know, Andrea, Carol, when you guys talk to other libraries and you guys talk to other parks and rec programs, does anybody, does anybody else have a partnership like this that you know of? I have heard of some um, at the Michigan Library Association conference. We have what's called Spring Institute. And um, there have been some in the past, not quite in this way. And um, actually, Carol and I are going to be presenting Cook the Kit at the conference, the Spring Institute conference in March for the Michigan Library Association um, because – it's it, such a cool program. It's a great program, and it's a wonderful way to um, partner with somebody else in your same community. Um, and like Carol says, like we we wouldn't be able to do some of the things we have done if we didn't have our partnerships because we 
we can't, either I don't have the staff or we, the, we can combine our funds together to be able to afford it. And um, then we're able to offer something bigger and better than what we could on our own. And so that cook the kit, you said you're, you're teaching skills of how to cook things to, to parents and kids. You're giving them a healthy eating option. And then a lot of times you're purchasing stuff from the, the local producer that Correct. is right there at the farmer's market. And so you just look at the effect that that has, your guys' partnership on the community with one, just one thing right there with the cook the kit at the farmer's market. We could talk an awful lot about Thrilling Thursdays and the things you guys have partnered up for with the Nature Walk this last year. But it's time to get back on the under the big top freeway, I feel like, to talk, talk about that event because that's the big thing you guys have coming up. With us, February 10th at Morey Courts, 5 p.m. I'll say it again. It's a Friday, 5 p.m. on Valentine's weekend. Bring the kids. We will help you get all that energy out so you can go home and chill all weekend long. The kids are just going to be like laying on the couch all day Saturday if you bring them from 5 to 7. They they may bring home candy, so they may be... <laughs> on the couch eating candy. Well, like I said, well, 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 like I, said I think... We actually had clown noses. Right. And there was one child that was so excited that she even snuck the clown nose into church on Sunday morning. Oh, I boy. heard that story later, and I thought, oh, dear, did we contribute? That makes well, me so happy. Well, that's, what, <laughs> well, that's what I was... I think my, I think oh, my grandma... The that keeps on giving. <laughs> I think my grandma would say, well, as long as they're there. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That, that's the important thing. And so if somebody walks into Maury Courts Friday at 5 p.m., and what, either one of you guys can answer this question, what are they going to see? What are they going to hear? What are they going to feel? I think they're going to see and hear. I think those kind of brings in all your senses. It's going to be colorful. We have our, our different colored canopies that we'll set up that are like our – um, midway games so you'll be able to kind of see that when they come they're going to get uh, a treat bag that they can collect all their goodies in that they get to take home they we always get these giant punch balls that first they start off decorating the space and then they're fun to take home and play with too um, it, it wouldn't be a kind of a circus themed event without some circus kind of music and sounds to go along with so yeah it's kind of a party for all your senses and we'll have some other fun activities red bloom yoga will be there with the kids doing some uh, yoga poses and we'll have some therapy dogs there so there'll be some animals to pet um i think green tree is going to be there as well if if they've got the smoothie bike or another activity it's always really they have brought the smoothie bike in the past yep and you know I'm hoping they bring it. I'm, I'm hoping they bring that. That's me knocking on the table right there, hoping I get myself a smoothie made by a kid riding a bicycle. If, you, if you've never seen it, it's, it's fun. What, you, you got to come check it out. Fun for kids and adults, that one, I will say there. I agree. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and now uh, talk about some of your other partners at the library who are going to be involved in this event, I guess, a little bit, because I know there's going to be some great people there that are going to have some fun activities for the kids. Uh, well, like I mentioned, Red Bloom Yoga um, will have some activities about the therapy dogs. Um, uh, Mount Pleasant Discovery Museum is expected to come. Green Tree, um, they have all been uh, big supporters of this event for many years. Do you have any idea what the Discovery Museum is going to bring, or is that kind of because that's that's something that I don't could know be yet. pretty darn special, <laughs> and also that's it's not very far, so you know right. they don't got a hall just across and, the road. Yep, and, and, and <laughs> parking lot. Give them a little bit of shout out. Another place if nobody's ever been to the Discovery Museum, a great place for kids to go that does a ton of stuff with both of you guys, library and Parks and Rec. And uh, Carol, you know why do people need to come? 
why do we do this? Oh, well, we do it because this is kind of what gives us the good community feel. You know, it, it gives us a sense of community that we belong. You know, it's a great time to, you don't always get to see your neighbors, especially in the middle of winter. You know, come and f- have fun, hang out. It's free. It's a great opportunity. Um, one other shout out would be to a lot of the volunteers we get. We recruit heavily volunteers from like CMU's recreation parks and leisure program as well as sports studies and stuff and so they will be helping in addition to our recreation assistance helping run a lot of these carnival games and things like that too and now, our friends of the library as well yes. we have a handful of volunteers coming now as far as prizes go because i know you know it's a carnival and my 104.3 if you stop by the booth we're gonna maybe have some concert tickets you know something for the adults to win nice. if they come by the my 104.3 booth but you know, I know when I've done carnival stuff with Carol Moody in the past, holy moly, the prizes that I'm giving away. There's, and I'm thinking of the summer carnival. Is there going to be a bunch of prizes? People be and and a big, not a big deal if there's not, because like I said, it's about getting the kids' energy up. But except, I got to ask about that with the carnival. Oh yes, there will be prizes. All right, you know, all we've right. We've got like tattoos and rings and you know candy. Andrea already mentioned, but we're also going to have um, our airbrush tattoos. So Air, airbrush tattoo. Talk yeah, a little bit about that. We're Fancy. stepping it up a bit here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we have stencils that the kids can pick from, so we'll have some fun circus kind of things that they can get, you know, painted on their hand or forehead. All right, can let's see if we can get Sean Powers to get a couple neck tattoos, guys. All right, can, <laughs> can we can we try and do we that? Can, we can <laughs> can try to coerce him. <laughs> can you just picture you know Sean with yeah. a, that? Can just, we just like make it not an option? <laughs> I think so. I'm picturing I'm picturing like a tiger or something right here, and then maybe just a whole circus ring going all the way around his neck like a necklace or well, something you like know, that. Usually, like, at a circus, there would be, like, your sideshow. You yeah. Know, yeah. The bearded yeah. lady, <laughs> we can have the tattooed Sean. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> but the, the, the main thing about this is it's free. It's free. It's free. It's for the kids. It's for the family. You know, similar to our boobash and stuff like that, I'll say grab the kids, grab the neighbor kids, even grab the kids from down the street if you got the room in the van. And if there's a night to maybe uh, babysit in the neighborhood for everybody so you can get yourself a free night coming up, th- this is the night to do it, isn't it, guys? Perfect. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Like I said, Friday, February 10th, 5 p.m., under the big top at Moray Courts, Mount Pleasant Ice Arena with Mount Pleasant Parks and Rec and the Chippewa River District Library. Anything anything we missed here? Anything you guys want to touch on? I feel like we've covered pretty much everything. Yeah, yeah we'll see you at the Three Ring Circus. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see you. Friday, February 10th, 5 p.m. at Moray Courts. Be there. And in exact time that it's going to, right around 7, probably planning on. 5 to 7. Yep, yep. and this is one of those that – if it's till 7.15, it's okay, but sometimes we know how these events go. The latest, you're going to want to get there at 6.30, I will say. You want to get there at 6.30, kids will still be able to run out and get that energy. But I'll say it again. If you want the whole Valentine's weekend where the kid is just, oh, tired the whole time because they spent so much energy <laughs> Friday night, you bring them to Under the Big Top and you'll have the whole weekend. Does that sound good to you guys? Sounds great. great. All right, Andrea, Carol, thank you guys so much for joining me on Amid Michigan Matters. Thank you for listening to this episode of Mid-Michigan Matters. While you're here, feel free to browse earlier episodes or other podcast programs on our platform. Listen to what you will and spread the word. Thanks again for listening.